The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Imagine you're going away on your holidays and the day before, or even on the day of your flight, you're told actually the flight isn't going. What do you do in a situation like that? Imagine you're coming back from your holidays and you suddenly discover that the flight that you're booked on and your family's booked on isn't coming back. Aer Lingus has cancelled 13 flights yesterday, apparently just one today. Um, there's, I know friends of mine who were supposed to be flying out on holidays on Saturday who had this issue as well. Flights cancelled, having to try and find different ways to get out for what would then be a curtailed holiday. Uh, Donald O'Donoghue is a regular on this programme, Managing Director of Sanderson Recruitment Ireland. Uh, Donald, I believe you're stranded in France. Tell us of your Aer Lingus experience, please. Oh, hi, Matt. Yeah, so we've, we've been in France since uh, the 13th of June. We had, uh, we had planned to be here for 12 nights. Uh, seven of us flew across, uh, so two families, four adults and three kids. Uh, and it was a lovely holiday, which has gone horribly wrong, I have to say. So we had planned everything for the 12 days. We hired two cars. And then things, we were supposed to come back on Saturday, the 25th of June. Um, and then things took a turn for the worse on the Thursday. So we got a text from Aer Lingus on Thursday saying that, uh, so less than 48 hours before the flight, they said that there was a possibility that there could be potential disruption uh, due to an air traffic control strike in France. Now, it gave a link to their website that gave a few different options. Um, First of all, there was a link for support, but when you clicked on the link, it actually talked to you about COVID and wearing face masks rather than what to do if your flight was cancelled. It gave you the option to rebook, so we clicked on that link, but actually there was no flights available until the Thursday, so five days later. So because it wasn't a definite cancellation, we decided to, to play it by ear. We, we looked on Twitter and we saw that most of the disruption was actually in Charles de Gaulle Airport. So we said, look, we'll, we'll leave it. And, and then what happened on the Friday evening, so less than 24 hours before we were due to come back, we got a text at 7.30 p.m. saying our flight was cancelled. So when the flight was cancelled, uh, basically the only flight that we could get back when you clicked on the Aer Lingus app was one on Thursday, so five days later. So that left us looking for accommodation in Nice for seven people. Now, we were fortunate we were able to get uh, a couple of cabins at the campsite that we were at, uh, but obviously that cost us uh, an extra €1,000. It was um, €1,040 in additional accommodation charges. Uh, we had to drop the rental cars back. They weren't available for extension. So we had to spend 105 quid getting back from the taxi after, or getting a taxi back from the airport after dropping the rental cars back. We've had an extra 400 euros in food charges. We now have to arrange, you know, transport for seven people back to the airport. We've got additional charges at Dublin Airport when we uh, get back for parking because we've two cars in long-term parking and Dublin Airport parking haven't been answering us. Aer Lingus haven't been answering us on emails, on texts, on calls. Uh, we've got four days additional annual leave for the four, the four adults. We've got pet boarding at home. And the absolute worst kicker was after accepting that we were here and accepting all the costs for the extra five days, Aer Lingus then started selling flights at between four and five hundred euros um, earlier than the flight that they offered to us. So... It's been an absolute nightmare and there's a lot of families here in the same situation and we're just really keen to understand what are our options, what are we entitled to and we're keen to understand what's the reason for the cancellation. We've heard different stories. We've heard it was an air traffic control strike. We've heard that it was a cabin crew strike and we're just, nobody's talking to us and we're 
really confused and upset. Okay, Paul Hackett is Chief Executive of Click and Go, President of the Irish Travel Agents Association. Um, Paul, in a situation like that, is the airline going to have to sort of start putting up big compensation to people who were affected? Because, you know, all the things Donald has outlined, the costs, the additional costs, and as well as that, four extra days holidays from work having to be taken. Yeah, like it's, it, it sounds awful. There's, there's, there's no other way to put it. Um, but unfortunately, things like this happen. They happen very occasionally. The consumer protection piece that Donal needs to look at is an EU directive called EU 261, which outlines the various levels of compensation. So things like accommodation costs and meal costs are covered uh, within within reason, and they're outlined within within that particular directive. Donal effectively, you know, has to rely on EU 261. And I'm and yes, I will say this as president of the Irish Travel Agents Association. And it, I assume he booked directly and independently, and this was done as what we would call a DIY package. Yep. But Donald would have better level of protection had he booked with a travel agent because he would have to deal with somebody. <laughs> right. Matt, I know you're going to laugh, but he would, you know, we are available. Most the travel people agents do go DIY, though, in fairness, don't they? But that is their choice. And, you know... But you're still, even if you do it DIY, you should be entitled to protection and rights. The protection because, is there. And you see, the, the, there's, a, there's a very interesting question as well as to why Aer Lingus is doing this. Because, you know, they're part of the IAG group. British Airways is cancelling flights all over the place. And you know, air traffic control might have been an issue, but was Ryanair cancelling lots of flights over the weekend? Just, just in terms of, let's deal with the compensation then, let's come back to Aer Lingus. So EU 261 is very clearly outlined. The airlines, every airline in Europe is obliged on their website to communicate the details of EU 261, which is the compensation for cancelled or delayed flights to all of their customers. So without question, that is where Donald needs to focus his, his attention. Coming back to the reason for the strikes, the reason for the strikes was with Aer Lingus, or the reason for the cancellations of those 13 flights over the weekend or yesterday with Aer Lingus is for the most part down to two things, French air traffic control and this was impacting not only our lingus, it did impact Ryanair, it did impact BA, and it did impact Iberia, as far as we're aware, but it didn't impact those flights visible to us because they weren't flying back into Ireland. Out of, out of the French airports, the other airlines had flights that were cancelled due to ATC because Marseille ATC definitely put out a, a, a requirement for all airlines to reduce capacity over their airspace and into their airport area. So that partially impacted yesterday. In addition, Aer Lingus had, as they have said in their statement, staff additional staff absence due to the current surge in COVID. So it was a combination of those two areas. And I can't speak for Ryanair or BA, but from what I've been told from IAG, they have had cancellations uh, due to ATC from both Erlingus BA and Iberia. Okay, but I suppose this means, I mean, are there insurance packages, Paul, that people can take out to protect against this? Because, you know, it's all fine and well to say you can go and claim compensation, you know, for bills that you might incur. But a lot of people might be at the end of a holiday maxed out on their credit card. They mightn't have any money left for extra accommodation or extra car hire or to be in a position where they're able to phone up their employer and say, I can't get back for the next four or five days. 
No, and I totally get that, Matt. I, like, you know, having to look for additional leave and having to incur and pay out for additional expenses are, you know, big asks at, at the end of a holiday. And it is down to whether somebody can afford that or not, which is, you know, we can't just assume that that's going to be the case. For the most part, this is a sector that's returning across Europe to business. And we are seeing the real-time struggles of under-resourcing and not having enough staff at different times. It's not an excuse, it's context. And I think we do need an element of understanding around the fact that things, you know, are going to be more challenging this year. For the most part, flights are operating, airports are operating, maybe not at the standard or the levels that we anticipate and expect. But it's a consequence of what has happened because of two years of people losing their jobs within those businesses or people leaving those jobs in those businesses and the businesses operating on a very stretched resource base. Right. Okay. Uh, just to finish with you, Donald O'Donoghue, I mean, we're not setting up a GoFundMe page for you or anything like that. I mean, hopefully you hadn't maxed out on your credit cards, but I'd imagine there must be people who are actually struggling to actually pay unexpected bills. You're dead right. And look, there's worse places to be stuck. The weather is beautiful and we're making the, the best of it. So I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not crying too much. But I was talking to a family uh, from Limerick that had travelled to Cork Airport uh, on three different occasions. With, uh, so they were flying out here with Ryanair. So they had three, three, it was the third attempt that they actually got here. So their holiday has been cut short by a number of days. So there's disruption. It's not just Aer Lingus. It's across the board. But... Uh, and everybody is in the same position. If they had budgeted to get away in the first holiday for a couple of years, uh, everybody is fairly, uh, you know, the budgets have been spent, and uh, and it's very disappointing. So it would be great if we hear something back from Aer Lingus, but we'll certainly be looking up EU 261 because, um, as I said, Dublin Airport car parks are not responding. Yeah. Aer Lingus's link and phone line okay. are not responding. So hopefully uh, get we'll, home we'll get soon. some updates. Donald Donoghue, thank you, and Paul Hackett. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM, it all happens here.